You are now listening to the Build a Brain podcast with Dr. Jeannie Zayer. Join the quest to shape an efficient brain that fires on all cylinders and runs like a fine-tuned machine. You are now in the capable hands of an international presenter and a pathologically optimistic brain builder. Dr. Zaire will give you the right blocks to build that three pounds of cerebral muscle for you, your child, or the young adult you teach or mentor. Block by block, thought by thought, now is the time to build a better brain. Let's get started. Welcome, friends, to episode 34 of Build a Brain. It is an exciting season that we're in to talk about the high-quality interaction that is necessary for a brain to become better, better at thinking, better at relationships and social skills. And we know that our brains develop from in the womb on those newborn babies with all of the human interaction. And I know that we've started to become very dependent upon our screens and there's all these games and the ways that supposedly you can get smarter by playing a video game or by doing something on your phone. Yeah, it's not that those don't have some value, But if you're a person that has had a brain injury or you are overcoming an addiction or you're a teenager that is going through grief, something on a screen isn't going to help you. You need high quality human interaction. And that's what this whole season is about. So really excited about this topic today because I think it is one of the most challenging ones and yet probably one of the most important. We've already talked at length about intentionality and reciprocity, how you as a parent or a teacher or a mentor or a friend are very intentional and you make eye contact and you expect the other person to respond to you. They give you back reciprocity. So let's say you're getting pretty good at that. You're feeling like you're very intentional and that you've got this other person being very engaged with you, but are they finding it meaningful to talk about your topic or to do the homework that you're tutoring them in or to proceed in maybe a faith-based Bible study or something that you're working on with them? Do they find it meaningful? Well, you know the guru of this whole podcast is Reuven Feuerstein, a man that I'm so grateful and blessed that I got to learn from personally for many years. And Reuven taught us that the mediation of meaning is the process by which knowledge, values, and beliefs are transmitted from one generation to the next. So how do we make it meaningful? I like to joke with teachers. I train a lot of incredible people called teachers, and they know how difficult this can be when you're trying to teach children what's the value of learning grammar or why do I have to learn algebra? No matter what, educationally, all the academic content areas we know hold value for the rest of your life. Whether you think you're ever going to do an algebraic equation again isn't the point. 
The point is your brain is becoming a better problem solver and that you need for your entire life. So all content area, whether it's English or grammar or learning a new language like Spanish or French, is building networks and neural pathways. And so teachers, mentors, parents, your job is to bring what I call energy to the table. If you walk into the coffee shop and you're all blue and sad, do you think that other person really wants to talk to you? Or if you're a teacher and you're a grump that day when you come to school, kids aren't going to want to learn from you. So when we are mediating for meaning, think about it. You need to be on. You need to be leaning into the conversation there needs to be a sparkle in your eye. There needs to be affective energy coming through your voice and your body language. Just that can make a conversation or a lesson meaningful. Think about it. If I'm a teacher in fifth grade and I say, okay, boys and girls, open up your math book to page 56. I know a bunch of you don't like math, but we're going to tackle this. I actually had a teacher that did that sometimes because she said she had this history of not liking math. So she knew that she thought, well, if she'd commiserate with the kids. So after she learned all about Feuerstein and growth mindset, she never used that opener again. It was always things like, okay, guys, page 56, here we go. We have a whole new topic today. And man, it's a good one. If your voice is going to depict that this is meaningful and you're excited about it, then the kids are going to step up and be excited about it. And that can be the same with a one-on-one -on -one counseling session. You can imagine if you went to a therapist and they just leaned back in their seat with a notepad and just sat taking notes and never looked up at you. You know, they asked questions and yeah, they had a conversation with you. How different than if you have a therapist or a counselor, a pastor, a friend, and you're sitting across from them and they're, they're elbows are on their knees, they're leaning forward, and they're making eye contact with you, they're with you, they're engaged with you. So this one has many, many levels. When we're mediating for meaning, we're showing it in the affective energy of our voice, and we're also depicting that with our words, the cognitive value of whatever topic it is we're either teaching or just talking about. So whether you're just counseling or you're tutoring, reading, and math, um, you can, can engage that brain at an even higher level and have that child participate even more and have their brain engaged because you're making it meaningful. So Kibway, what do you think about this idea? Do you have someone in your lifetime that you knew brought meaning to the conversation? I know a few people who I feel like bring a lot of meaning to conversations. Um, there's a lot of young people that I know who's, you know, they're very young. I used to go into 
Wayne High School, if anybody uh, is from Indiana who, who knows that, is Wayne High School has a program called the New Tech Program. And so I used to go there and speak to some of the students about podcasting and things like that. And a lot of those young people had really, really bright ideas. But I think the disconnect for them was being able to facilitate those high quality human interactions because they grew up interacting with a lot of screens and things like that. And so I think sometimes their soft skills can be lacking, even though their intellect is really high, even though their ability and their creativity is really high. And so it's sometimes difficult for them to share their their ideas, their creativity, their convictions and, and passions because they don't know how to navigate high quality human interactions. For me personally, I think there's a lot of people who I've met who have a lot to offer, but they don't really know how to master the medium of sharing their pursuits with real people. They can do it online. They can do it, you know, with their friends, hmm. but it's difficult for them to really sit down and articulate and cultivate a space where them and somebody who they may not have as much familiarity with uh, can really dive into more important or high quality topics. Does that make sense? It does. And you bring up just the perfect tie-in to this topic because we are now living in the post-COVID world. We had this lockdown for a year and a half. We in and out of lockdowns. And some countries in the world um, were locked down even a lot longer than we were here in Indiana or you in, in Denver, Colorado. So we have young children as well as teenagers that missed some important building blocks. There was a study that just came out of Stanford within the last month that indicates COVID may cost the earning power of some of our children and youth up to $70,000 in their life, in their income. $70,000 less because of COVID, because of what they missed in their education. So that's why this podcast is so important. It isn't just a few good ideas. Oh, maybe this could help you. No, this is like key to getting a brain back and doing well and and being able to interact with people at a high quality so that people, young people can go out and get that job they're dreaming of and use that incredible intellect you just talked about. It's not a matter of lack of cognition. It's the ability to use it. Let me give you another quote by Harold Sharon. He was a Brit that wrote a wonderful book about the Feuerstein method. He said, meaning is the emotional and energetic principle that requires mediators to ensure that the stimulus they are presenting to children or others gets through. Listen to that idea of getting through. It is the needle that carries the thread through the cloth. And I loved that beautiful picture that he gave us of a needle getting through the thread. So when you're done sewing, you have a beautiful garment or a design or something, and the needle isn't there anymore. But the thread has done the work. And without the needle, without it having been meaningful, <laughs> then the work wouldn't have gotten done. The thread would not be there. The color wouldn't be there. Or the, the two pieces of fabric wouldn't be held 
together. So we have a lot of knowledge that can be there, but can we share it in a meaningful way so that others want to engage in a conversation with you and see that you've got something of value? Can we mediate one another to make things meaningful? So that's what I've got for episode 34. Kibway, any last thoughts on this fabulous topic? This is so incredibly important. I really hope those of you who are who may be struggling with a teen or even struggling yourself to bridge that gap of, of having meaningful human interactions are really soaking up what Dr. Zare is sharing. And I also want to say this, you know, language is very important and so are words. And so I want to invite anybody who is listening to interchange the word meaning, perhaps with intentionality, right? Perhaps with connection, perhaps with empathy, you know, being able to connect with people in an intentional way with an empathetic uh, approach is really very important for navigating higher and higher spaces. And I think what you're talking about as far as the gap that is occurring because of technology, because of COVID, it is 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 going to show up somewhere. And if you're not intentional about those things, I think you can very much become that young person or that person in general who is missing opportunities because they don't know how to foster those meaningful, intentional environments and connections with other people. That's really, really Mm -hmm. important. And I'm so glad that you're sharing all of this. It's so very, very important. A lot of young people are going to fall into these gaps where they are very gifted and very talented and very passionate, but they just don't know how to create those meaningful human interactions. So yeah, Dr. Zier, you're as always brilliant. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Our words do matter, Kibwe. And um, I like what you said. You always say things that make me think of one more thing I can share. So when you talk about language... I I wrote a short piece about how our words matter. The tone, the quantity, the speed, and the choice of the words you share. So our words do matter. Are we what's the tone of our voice? Are we saying too many words? Should we just shut up, you know? Have we <laughs> Are we overthinking it and over talking the topic? And then are we talking too fast? Do we need to just slow down so this person can take in what we're trying to say? And then our choice of words. Are we using so many big words we're over their head or are we talking too low and they actually need a higher uh, type of vocabulary so that they can feel that you value them? So words matter. And I think that is a good way to end episode 34 of Build a Brain season two about mediation. Thank you, friends, for being with us. Can't wait to have you with us for the next episode where we will tackle transcendence. Remember, friends, block by block, thought by thought, yes, you too can build your brain. 
Thanks for listening to the Build a Brain podcast. If you're wanting to know more information on how to build a brain, please visit the website for the MindCap Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana at www.mind-cap.org. That's www.mind-cap.org. Children and adults from across the United States and Canada have found the cognitive help they needed at the MindCap Center. The specialized team is trained in all levels of the Feuerstein program and can literally help you or your child build a better brain. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.